It's 8 a.m. and to me, Mataise is already hard at work slicing meat and boiling rice on big silver pots placed on top of gas stoves. He sells a plate of food for 35 rand in the Johannesburg CBD. With the money he gets, he pays rent for his family and sends some of it back home in Northwest to pay for tuition for his siblings. He says since the COVID-19 outbreak, the price of basic foods like millimil, rice and oil has increased as well as the gas he uses for cooking. To be honest with you, ne, it's difficult these days ne, because you can see that now I'm cutting this meat. But from this bag, I won't get any profit. This, this bag maybe 700 rand. But I'm not going to get that profit that I used to get it before. Before maybe I was used to get, maybe if I buy it for 700, I get maybe profit for 300 or for 350. But now I don't get, maybe I can get to 150, which means things is going, it's gone up. The cost of living is too high. A survey done by a technology company, M4GEM, has found that the cost of living for South Africans has become unbearable. CEO of M4GEM, Georgie Midgley, says majority of the respondents surveyed across the country say they had to change their spending and consumption patterns, including cutting down on non-essentials such as data and fast food. I mean, 97% of people felt that the cost of living has increased, 97%. So we have seen that the main areas that are impacted in people's lives where they feel that the increase has been felt the most is in food and in transport, uh, which is obviously the, the essentials that people need to live. Um, and after that, there's things like utilities, which is electricity, water, phone, internet, all of those essentials that people need to live are increasing on a day-to-day -day basis, and yet we're seeing that the, their incomes are decreasing. So people are definitely feeling squeezed and feeling pushed Human rights organization Black Sash has been advocating for the payment of a basic income grant for the most vulnerable and the poor. The group says the grant has provided a lifeline from starvation for many poor people. Black Sash National Advocacy Manager is Huda Abrams Faker. And so there's no income for them. People need to survive and we don't know how they are going to survive. Government is failing uh, to, to provide for its people in terms of its constitutional obligation because where you don't have income support, the constitution says that the government is obligated to provide financial support for those who cannot find. Because despite people being able-bodied, wanting to work, there are just no jobs. South Africa's economy is currently not doing well, with some economists saying it's technically bankrupt. The unemployment rate is sitting at over 30%, with government spending billions of rent to service its debt of over 3 trillion rent. The country's woes have also been exacerbated by the COVID-19 pandemic and the vaccine rollout is lagging behind. Economist Bonam Mohali says the poor will suffer the most during these difficult times. The loss of livelihoods, the people that are unemployed, that are retained, um, will probably be 10 times more than those people that have been killed by the virus. Absolute numbers. So net net, we have actually lost 2.2 million jobs. You multiply that by five people that are dependent on a single breadwinner. Now you understand why 10 million people are unemployed. So the majority of our people are going to starve to death 
die from hunger and starvation. Taxi organization Santaco is also expected to increase taxi fares from the 1st of July. Santaco spokesperson Tabiso Mulelegua says the petrol price increases and the impact of COVID-19 on the taxi industry, especially on operational costs, are some of the reasons for the increase. He also says government delays in subsidizing the taxi industry is adding to the industry's financial woes. If you look at the past eight months now, we realize that uh, the petrol price increase pattern has been quite steep. The industry has not really recovered, but the operators who have not really um, settled the arrangements that they have made with uh, their different financiers in terms of uh, their vehicles, you know, everything has gone up. Uh, that would affect uh, your insurance, you know, installments in terms of uh, vehicle financing, interest rates, uh, spares that we use. Mataisa would like government to intervene and help struggling small business people like himself. And as for consumers, it is going to be even much more difficult times ahead. I'm Tsapo Pakhani in Johannesburg.